Right? So what I'm just saying is that a lot of parents say he's, he's Meshuggah, he's a Meshuggah, however you say it. Meshuggah is worse than Meshuggah, but whatever. And I'm saying, you know, maybe something really snapped. Maybe he's not well. Right? Because we would never call a real Meshuggah a Meshuggah. We never would call a crazy person crazy. We only call normal people that, right? But I'm saying is no, maybe somebody, maybe something is not okay. Maybe that's why they're really behaving this way, because they're really not okay. No, I'm sure that they really could do better if they tried. He's a manipulator. He's just not trying. He's lazy. He's this, he's that. No, I'm saying he's really Mishoka. He's really not okay. But not in the psychiatric, that he'd like a Hask child, in the emotional realm. There's a story of a family that came to me, one of my earliest parents that came to me. And their son was a top boy in yeshiva. He used to go to the mikveh every Friday afternoon. And he would learn Friday nights, hours. Great kid, sweet kid, lives near me. A couple months, you know, didn't take that long. His spiraled out of control all the way down. He's walking in the streets with like flowing robes, no yarmulke, growing a hair like like a nazir, and he's eating treif, and he's breaking Shabbos, and it's, it's, father's having a heart attack, mother's having a heart attack. It's crazy, terribly painful. They were going in January to eat by Bubby and Zadie. It was freezing, it was snowing. So the other seven kids all came, put on their coats, their scarves, their earmuffs, their boots, all ready to go. Where's Chaim? Chaim, Chaim, we're leaving. Chaim comes down the stairs, the oldest of eight, comes down the stairs. What is he wearing? What do they call it? Wife beater, right? Undershirt the sleeveless, without the sleeves. Shorts and flip-flops. So the father says what any normal father would say. Bismashigah? Are you out of your mind? Are you crazy? I said, hold on one second. What did you think the response would be? He would say, yes. well, actually, Father, I am quite crazy. I even have a, a psychiatrist letter to prove it, you know. What, what, I said, and besides, what, isn't it obvious that he's, something's wrong? You need to double check? You want to validate your feelings about it? What, what, isn't it Pashat, right? No, he didn't see that. He saw him as bad. And I said, what did you expect him to say? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Thank you, daddy. Oh man, I can't, I made such a mistake. I thought, I, I thought it's Sunday. I didn't realize it's Chavez. I thought it's July. I didn't realize it's January. And I thought we're going to the beach. I didn't realize we're going to Bubby and Zadie. I'm so sorry. Thanks for pointing it out to me. Went upstairs and changed and came down in a suit and put on, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I said, no, he didn't say that. No, I said, he said, F you. How'd you know? (laughs) If somebody acts crazy, if somebody acts out of the norm that they themselves used to do two years ago, you you don't ask, ask them, are you crazy? They look at it like you're attacking me. They don't look at it like, well, I'm crazy, and so yeah, I guess I am crazy. They feel attacked. It's sad, but I'm saying is that they really are. They snapped. Something is not okay. They cannot function normally. You don't need to keep on checking. You don't need to keep on saying, really? You sure? How about now? Really? You sure? There's a story, a true story. Hatzala was called 
There was a guy on 13th Avenue. He was a very wealthy guy in his 70s. Everybody knows him, a big baltstaka. He was standing there on 13th Avenue. Rahman al-Litzlan. He was standing there holding his briefcase with his up hat, his beautiful up hat, and his jacket, and his shirt, and his tie, and his cufflinks, and his shoes, and his socks. No pants. So what would you do? Bismashigah? That's what you would say? You, or how about you're going to say, no, 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 I'm trained. I know how to deal with this. Hey, Mr. Goldberg, how are you today? Mr. Goldberg, let's play a game. What does everybody else have on that you don't have on? Is that what you're going to say? No. Are you going to say, Mr. Goldberg, do you feel a chill? No. You're going to stand back and you're going to say, Oy vey, what happened to Mr. Goldberg? I remember him. He was so normal. It's about Stucker, about Kishin, right? And, and now he's never... Something went wrong. Snapped. Call Hatzalah. Co- quickly, cover up. He shouldn't be embarrassed. Block so people shouldn't see. Protect his covet. Be Shomer. Protect his dignity. He's going through some kind of a breakdown. Maybe the medicine. Maybe, who knows? Maybe he had a stroke. Maybe, who knows what it is? But that's not him. And that's what I'm saying with our kids who we know, they grew up 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and all of a sudden they're acting out of character. And even those who, from when they were born, were difficult, you'll see this works on them also. I'm saying is that they snapped. They can't function. And if they feel pressure from you to conform, you're going to get worse behavior. And we're going to learn tomorrow what we need to do. First thing is what not to do. You never ask somebody really going through a hard time, are you crazy? Bist meshiga? You don't do that. You reserve that only for normal people. Right? Normal person, bist meshiga, but not to a meshiga. The only thing more meshuga than being meshuga is fighting with a meshuga. The only thing crazier than being crazy is a sane person that's arguing with a crazy person. You're a crazier than the crazy person. You're going to fight. You can never fight with anybody, but you can never win a fight with a teenager or young adult because they have nothing to lose. You could be very, very strong. You go to a bar. Okay, that sounds goyish. You go to a kretschmer. Sounds Yiddish, right? You go to the Kretschmer, which is basically a bar, and you want to get into a fight with somebody, and you're very strong, and you're going to win. You would win everybody. But if the guy's drunk, you will lose. Because he's not going to feel the pain. And he's not going to care about his pain. And he has no boundaries. Like, even if you fight, there are certain things you're not going to do. He'll do anything. You're going to fight with a teenager who doesn't care to die? You're going to fight and you're going to win somebody in so much pain who doesn't have a family. They got nothing to lose. You will never win once you're fighting. Besides that, it's wrong. It's it's stupid and you're fighting with a sick person and you will not be matzliach. Oh, we really got it. We We told her, you can't leave the house like this, right? We won. Really? Either that night or the next night, she will jump out the window and get out. Or she'll leave the house with the skirt till here, and then they just magically pull it up like magical shrinking clothing. We had a girl that went out with her sister's dress 
The only problem was her sister was seven years younger than her. No, you can't leave my house like that. No problem. It's good. We have kids who leave their clothing in a bag and they change in, 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 into nothing. You're going to win. You're smiling a lot. That's that's all of you. Right. 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 She'll bring another skirt with her, or she'll bring pants, or she'll bring take. You that and and you can't make her do anything, and you certainly can't make her like tznius. You can't make her want. The only thing you cannot control, for sure, is their rutzen. And that's the only thing that counts. You have only a certain amount of days, or months, or years, till you get her to want to be tsanua. Fighting will never, ever work. We had parents that fought with their kid, and they put on the alarm in the house, so they should be able to, it would trigger the alarm if she escaped the house. They won, she jumped out the second floor window. It happens all the time. You can't fight. You can't fight a teenager or young adult. You're wasting your time. You're making them much more angry. You're putting them in much more danger. Chaim and Moishi go out at night from 12 a.m. until 5 a.m. Chaim's parents, they come running over to him. say, you be, I'm closing up at 1 o'clock. I'm not staying up all night for you. It's dangerous. I'm not to this. And you put this down and this screaming and Chaim. And, and Chaim slams the door. F you. And he goes out to a dangerous world. 12 to 5 a.m. Maishi is leaving 12 a.m. And his tati and mommy are TP trained. And they say, Maishi, big guys, I'm going out with some friends. Yeah, it's 20 bucks. Wow. Just give me a hug, okay? Maishi, remember, my phone is always on. After 12, you call me. No questions asked. You or your friends, whatever you need, my mouth is closed. You need a ride, someone needs help, I'm up for you, no problem. Thanks, Ta. Thanks so much. Mommy comes running. Maishi, hold on one second. Runs back to the kitchen. Comes back. A huge bag. I made you your favorite chocolate chip cookies. For you and for all your friends. Have a great time. Big hug. Maishi leaves. Eating his chocolate chip cookies with the crumbs. Comes to the park. Oh, my mother made everyone fit. Oh, she's the best. My father said, if anybody needs a ride, you can call him. Don't worry about it. I don't know. He doesn't sleep. He's fine. Whatever. Echaim is angry. My parents, 90% of what, this is what the kids say. 90% of what they do is lahachas to get their parents angry. Moishi has no lahachas. No problem. He just has crumbs all over and chocolate chips. Chocolate chips, and he comes home, and Tati's up, and Mommy's up. Says, "Here's chocolate chip cookies, Shafila. Tell me what you want tomorrow for for lunch. No problem. Wake up at four o'clock. Good morning." And Chaim's parents, Are "You good for nothing? You're wasting your life. I'm not giving you money. Who do you think you are?" I'm asking you, Chaim or Maishi, in five years from now, who's gonna make it? Maishi. Chaim will be dead or on drugs or run away from home, will be in jail. It happens every time. Maishi will be fine. And what if it's not Chaim and Maishi? What if it's Ruchi and Raizi? How much more dangerous it is for a girl out there who can't call her father. I'm scared. Somebody's bothering me. Because the father's going to say, you see, I told you, she'd rather die. True story. All my stories are true. There was a TP parent that they had a kid, 
and the kid was doing drugs with other kids. He, this guy said this story at a Kesha Nafshi Shabbaton. It's on video. And his friend overdosed. And he was about to die. And his last words were, don't call my parents. You understand? He would rather die than call my father and my mother. Because they're going to kill me. They said, we're going to call the police. He said, no, they're going to call my parents. He, he didn't want to be saved. His life was in danger. They didn't listen to him. They called the police. They called his parents. But his last words would have been, don't call the police because the police are going to, I'm so scared of my father and my mother. I can't take it anymore. Another, another, um, beating, verbal beating about how I'm horrible and what am I going to change my life and you're good for nothing and what are you doing and all the, blah, blah. I'd rather die. And it's not just a theory. He overdosed. He was overdosing. He was, he was and they, they said, when they, when Atzala came, they said he would have been dead. He, and he would have preferred it. Not your kids. Not your kids. That's the difference between what we're doing, even though it looks very much like we are giving in, and we're not fighting them, and we're going along. Yeah, because we want them to be alive. We want them to be safer. Honey, call me anytime. No questions asked. We have a father that... For you talking about a rebellious son, yeah, a big tough rebel. But he would call his father at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. Ta, can you pick me up? I'm in Crown Heights, and, then, and he would get up, middle of the night, a working father, and pick up his son, stop off at Seven Eleven, spend two hours with him from three to five, and then go to go to Davin. And so he slept that night two hours. He slept like the same as if a kid was in a hospital. But but his kid is alive today. His kid is not a drug addict like all his friends. A lot of that kid's friends are dead with a capital D. And he's alive because his father said, treated it like cancer. You, go, you get a call from the hospital, you go. So he told him, whatever you need, don't hesitate. No, I know, I feel bad. You wake up. My pleasure. And he would stop off in Seven Eleven, and he would take his friends home. When he became attacked, he tells me I'm an Uber driver now. But he got paid a lot of money. Because his son is alive, and his son is living at home, and he has a relationship with him, and he's almost back, and he will be back, and he's not going to marry a guy, and he's not going to join an organization that hates Klal Yisrael, and he's not going to try to bring us down. He's not an enemy. He's a friend. He went through what he went through, and he's not what he's not, and he is what he is. That's all. That's what we're all about.